oh, I'm wet down there. I got the sloppiest Joe in Texas. Yeah, I want to get fucking, um, because I texted you when the shutdown happened. Yeah. You were the only person I had. I didn't even Google what had happened. I saw a tweet. I sent, I took a screenshot of the tweet and I sent it and I was like, I don't know what this means, but I'm certain you've already Googled what's going on here. Um, but yeah, this is what this episode is about, Fart Locker. What the fuck happened to Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, and why didn't it work for a week? Or I guess it was like a day and a half, right? I think yeah, it was... Yeah, I don't know exactly how long it was. It was for like 10 hours on Monday, I believe. I like how for me that's a week. <laughs> I said the internet didn't work for a week. The problem actually started like a little bit before that. Like the, the servers were still reachable, but the thing is... So there's something called the Border Gateway Protocol, um, and it's basically like, it's similar to like the Postal Service, but for the internet, it's like how groups of routers find other groups of routers so that you can find like the most efficient path to send information to like another computer. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Facebook like pushed this configuration change uh, to their like custom routers that they build that messed up the border gateway protocol to where um, the number of hops that had to be taken to like reach their servers kept increasing and increasing and increasing until eventually they were so far away basically that they just weren't connected anymore. And yeah, they just like weren't serving traffic. But it's weird, like those servers were still technically up and they still technically could have been used. Like people could have still accessed them but it would have been, like, very difficult and weird. Well, the, the thing that shocked me is I saw that someone had bought Facebook.com. Oh, did they? Someone had bought that URL name because uh, RT or Reuters, whatever one is the Russian-owned one, mm -hmm. they had right. tweeted that the domain name is uh, up for sale. And the first reply was a guy that said, just bought it. And I looked, and he did. It, like, he, he had posted his receipt, and he's like, yeah, I just fucking bought that domain name. And I, that's when I was like, what is going on? Yeah, I didn't see anything about that, but that actually happened to Google uh, not too long ago as well. Um, but that's a totally different system. Like, that's the domain name registrars. So, like, usually they have protections in place where, like, if you buy a domain name and it expires, because it's something you pay for annually, usually, um, yeah. when it expires, they usually give you, like, 30 to 60 days or whatever to renew it, and nobody can buy it until that time period is up. And then, like, even then, if you try and renew it, like, after it expired and someone, like, tried to buy it, there are ways that you can potentially get it back. So that's weird. Like, that's a whole different system. So I didn't, I didn't hear anything about that. That's crazy, though. Yeah. I mean, that... Uh, I, would, so I would love to buy someone else's domain name and just, like... Bitch, give me my money. <laughs> we knew, I mean, I don't know if you remember, Hella, that guy Kyle in Sacramento who would um, who would buy domain names that sounded like companies. So, like, if Bose came out oh, with yeah. a new headphone, he would try to, like, and it was called, like, you know, Bose GX23. He would buy Bose GX24, yeah. Bose GX23 spelled like out and stuff like that and try to sell it back to him. Yeah, that's how it's smart. I mean, 
people make hella money doing that. Oh yeah, I lived with a guy that bought Go Equality and Go Justice a while ago. You know, the other thing you can do with that, this is like getting into some scammy stuff a little bit, but like if you buy a domain name that's just kind of like similar to an existing domain, like people did stuff like Facebook where they would replace the C with one of those like C's from a different language or whatever, like replace the E with, you know, one of the ones that has an accent on it or something. Oh, yeah. Um, And then like they would craft you know, emails or links or whatever that seem legit and, you know, get people's info or get their login information or something. Oh, yeah, um, I first saw that when people would do that on MySpace, and I'd be going to, like, myspac.com. Right, And they'd get yeah. to your password, and I'd be like, no, no, nice try. I don't know how that works. So from the, from the customer side, when their uh, whatever gateway said, hey, uh, you can't connect to these servers... To everyone on the internet at the time, it just looked like either there was like a giant hack or something horrible had happened or what a lot of people had said was like, yeah, it looks like this guy just fucking got his bag and jumped. Like, seems like Zuckerberg got his bag and is like, yep, dipped out. I've already, you know, because it was the day after the whistleblower lady. Do you remember that? Did you watch the 60 minutes of the whistleblower? Yeah, that shit's crazy. It's wild because people are talking about it as if they're talking about moderation in America, but they're not. They're talking about not moderating, like, actual genocides overseas and, like, not moderating, yeah. you know, human trafficking and posting women for sale online. Yeah, and, like, it goes so much further than just, like, what yeah. you can do on a website. And it's people are equating how, it how to, like, oh, yeah, you know, Russian world. bots making us vote different or something like that. But it's like, no, Facebook was allowing people to be sold on their website and knew about it. Yeah, and it was used for political targeting as well, but it's, you know, commonly used for everything else, like all the marketing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's wild. And so the kind of the kind of gut response, and maybe this sounds dumb to you, but it's like, do you think they just did that on purpose to distract us from the horrible things they just got caught doing? Or do you think that's even related? Or how do you, you think know, that I ties in? Considered that. That's actually like a really good thought. Like, I, I really love those ideas because I'm not... I'm not necessarily going to just jump on board and be like, yeah, that's what happened, go full conspiracy theorist or anything. But, like, a lot of that stuff usually is pretty plausible to me just because companies really don't give a fuck about anybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they prove that on paper. That, that's kind of the whole point of the whistleblowing thing is they pretty much said, yeah, we will always choose profit over people. But right. then, and you know, the next day like you can't go to their website? What's that yeah. about? Yeah. So the... It starts showing that the servers are too far away after that, right? Do you remember that yeah, screenshot so, I, get, so I sent like you of the, kind of nonsense the code? Information, the routing information for how to get to those servers was getting deleted. And so it was still around on some of the machines, but it was getting slowly deleted from the other routers. And so over time, it was, you know, taking more hops to get to the machine that you want to get to. And then eventually it was just completely gone. And there was no routing information at all. And that was for Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp. Yeah, pretty much everything that Facebook owns. So are, is all of their information, like all of their businesses, on the same servers like that? How, how, is, that is that typical? It's because, it's because they run so much custom stuff. Like they have some like domain name servers that are like their own domain name servers that they operate. They have um, like one, one thing uh, with the Border Gateway Protocol is it's like, you think of the, the internet not like one big network, but like a collection of small networks. Mm-hmm. So 
you might have a group of like 10 or 20 routers and those routers are all operated by the same internet service provider or the same company like Facebook. Um, and you group those routers into uh, like an autonomous system basically is what it's called. But it's just like a group of routers that tries to find other groups of routers so they can route things to any area of the internet essentially. And so like they have a lot of those things where you don't need to run your own custom thing unless you're serving, you know, millions and billions of requests per second, then you kind of do need your own like custom hardware and custom software doing that, like just to, you know, make it efficient enough. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, initially when you first texted me, my, my immediate impression was, Oh yeah, it does seem like they got hacked because there were some, uh, like APIs and, and servers and things that were throwing errors, like internal server errors. So it's like they were still reachable, but um, I think that was before everything went like fully offline. Uh, so yeah, I thought they got hacked initially. And then looking into it more, it seemed like just, you know, some Facebook employee pushed a, a code change that just broke some shit and it was just an accident. But yeah, now that you mentioned that, that actually does seem really plausible. Like, I wouldn't put put it past Facebook at all to try and distract the public from the whistleblower thing. I mean, obviously, that's just me saying, oh, yeah, big evil company. Of course, they're doing that. That's just a guess, right? We don't have any, unless you're... Of course, you know, but it, given, the history, given the history of what we've seen pretty much every company do and every government do ever... It seems pretty plausible to me. <laughs> it's interesting because uh, when the when the sixty minute thing came out, like my initial thought was, I wonder what they're gonna do, right? Like, I wonder what the response is gonna be. And then that happened, and my my first thought was, well, it seems like the response. And then you had told me the hacker thing, and I was like, ooh, maybe some benevolent group was like, okay, well, Facebook's gone too far. Let's right. you know, do what we did to Scientology in two thousand six, baby. Let's fucking go. You know, I thought it was some yeah. noise like that. But yeah, I mean, we are legion. Expect this. It is weird when Facebook and Instagram don't work. How like it's all anyone can talk about. I am so like, like obviously I'm online, right? I I do comedy. You like have to yeah. be online if you do comedy. There's like no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, but at the end of the day, social media is bad for us. You know what I mean? It, it does more harm than good. Everyone should be off social media. You know what I mean? We should all play outside and make love. Um, That's what I've been doing. Go play some stickball. Play some stickball and make love. Everyone's saying, I, I like I this, I like that. No, that. you like, like coming. <laughs> you want to yeah. come, man. That's what you want to do. And all that stuff in between coming, it's a distraction. Get off social media. Go come. Go play ball. <laughs> but, Go buy uh, some drugs. Go support the hood. Yeah. But when it, when it first, I was like, thank God. I was like, I can't believe it's gone. And I'm like, if it's gone, gone, I'll be the happiest playboy this side of the mississippi but then i saw right. twitter was still up and i was like well i guess we have to take them down next <laughs> it's tiktok will keep it it makes my it girlfriend starts. really happy she's a zoomer so sometimes like it i'm still surprised like facebook hasn't bought twitter or anything like I'm that sure they've tried i'm sure right i, I don't instagram I, yeah, I mean, they, they, they went in there with, you know, briefcase full of cash, and Instagram was like, yes, please. Yeah. I'm sure with Twitter, it's like, they were like, hey, you know, you're looking pretty successful. You want to you wanna come come play for the Yankees? You know, 
you know what I would like to see for a social media platform is what? I want I want to take the worst parts of all of them and make it something actually kind of beautiful. Like <laughs> the thing that everybody hates about like Facebook or Twitter pretty much is like the arguments and like all the political stuff and like you know people just not really getting anywhere with conversation, right? Mm-hmm. About about those kind of things. But I think that you could like, you know, it's sort of a design challenge about like how to how to organize an app and, and all that to encourage better discussion. But right. I'd like to see something that's more focused on let's actually talk about like policies and vote on, you know, what should be next and stuff rather than like let's post pictures of our food and like our animals and whatever and the cool places we go and the times when we're not crying alone. Like You, you want to see the connecting of people and information be used to build each other up and learn from each other. So like yeah, to, to share happen. ideas so, like, and a to debate ideas yeah. <laughs> and to like, refine our ideas and to, to come to like a better understanding of the world around us and, and, you know, more creative ideas for like how to, you know, benefit everybody more. Like, there's just so many things. Like one simple thing I always think about is the fact that if you could get everybody to agree to continue doing the work that they're doing and stop receiving a paycheck, but also do that work like for free. So like everything is free at that point for everybody. Like you go to the grocery store and you fill your cart up with groceries and you walk out of the store and you don't have to pay. And the only constraint is you, you know, maybe like a per customer item limit for certain items you know so people don't run out of shit but then on top of that like you know the person who's working at the grocery store that you know isn't getting paid for that when when they need to go see that mechanic who just got their groceries that's also free right and like your car just gets fixed and like all of a sudden everybody gets wealthier overnight you're talking but about you could never get people to agree to it right according because, to their ability to each according to their need right like so you could just, like, it's very difficult to get people to agree to that, though, because of fear. Like, oh, my God, I've been so reliant on this paycheck, and, oh, I need to survive, and blah, blah, blah. How am I going to get by? It's like, everything would be free, though. <laughs> like, and yet people just will never, like, get it through their brain. Like, some people, you know, will just never, like, be able to take that step. It's funny, when people ever ask like, so, like, any type of stressor, I'll always say, oh, money, having to pay for anything. That's the only thing that any causes me stress ever. Just, so, like, yeah. a hippie commune. Oh. Well, Pretty much. Oh. Sounds like you're talking about, you know, the kind of the core tenets of a communist society, right? The sort uh, of, yeah. complete abolishment of money, right, and class. I love it. I'm on board. You got my vote. The thing, what I'm, so, stuff like, um, you know, we we call Facebook like a monopoly, and they're not necessarily a monopoly, but they're fucking massive, right? They're fucking their hands are in everything. With stuff like, you know, WhatsApp and Instagram and Facebook all being tied to the same machine there, and there being failures, and this kind of showing us, yeah, in a day all of that can shut down. You know, I remember right. I was working a job site where we all use WhatsApp to talk together, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's not a very important job, but I'm sure there's people with enjoyed jobs that do use WhatsApp, right? Of course, yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, e-commerce businesses are they're saying no, this was horrible for us because like Facebook is where we get most of our mm-hmm. sales from. And I I did see that you know working working in e-commerce before it's like yeah they have a website through us but 
like their new sales, it's all through Facebook or it's all through, 100%. you know, Amazon. You can have a website. You have to get people there. It's called marketing. <laughs> it's oh, called marketing. Yeah, it's boy. like a very predictable formula at this point with social media because, you know, you just buy the ads on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever or YouTube and then, like, there's already hella people on there and you have, like, a relatively reliable conversion rate of, you know, half a percent, one percent, whatever it is. And you can, like, you know, pretty much, like, plan out exactly how much money you're going to make. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my initial conspiracy theory was that they that they did take it down on purpose because of the 60 Minutes and mm-hmm. those reports. Because, I mean, they, they got caught in their own lie because, like, I believe it was Zuckerberg being like, no, actually, teenagers are more happy when they use this. And they even tried to do a shitty ad campaign about it. But, like, when it came out that it's like, no, this has all been a bold-faced lie, like, it reminded me of, you know, like, when a company gets found out, they immediately just pull the plug on everything, and, like, while everyone else is like, what's going on, where'd the lights go, like, they're in the back room, like, shredding documents. It's like when those kids died from E. coli at Jack in the Box in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And then after a couple years, they just came out with Jack, the character from Jack in the Box, as, like, a marketing campaign. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, no one died from E. coli in the 90s. We love Jack in the Box. No, that's where we got the dollar menu. Yeah. Was Jack in the Box the first to do the dollar menu? I know. I believe that's what got them on board for, like, a value meal was because their reputation took took such a big hit. From the E. coli situation? Yeah, that it's just like, well, we got to get people in the door somehow. It's like... I always think of you as a guy that's, like, older than me, that's, like, wise, and I look for advice. I just talk to a lot of older people. But you're, like, you were born in 96, right? 95. 95. I think that was the year that the E. coli thing happened, 95 or 96. I I, I mean, I was born in 93, but still, when I think about that, I'm like, damn, Robert, you're, like, in my (laughs) mind, I'm like, no, like, Robert, like, no shit, but you're younger than me. Yeah. So, why don't we get a little respect in your voice when you talk to me, young man? Stinky Pete's Stinky Feet Cream Woo! makes feet three times stinkier than the leading competitors. That's stinky. Made with all natural and unnatural ingredients. Stinky Pete's Stinky Feet Cream. Woo! Get all the scents in our Stinky Feet Cream, Compost, Wet Dog, Dave's House, and Gym Locker. Still not convinced? Hear what others have to say. Ever since my husband has started using Stinky Pete Stinky Feet Cream, he has had all the confidence and stink to ask for a raise at his dead-end job. Now we can finally move out of his mom's house. Goodbye, sissy feet, and hello, stinky feet. Call now at 555-6969 for a free six-ounce bottle to try for yourself. No credit card needed, just a valid social security number, blood type, and address. Stinky Pete Stinky Feet Cream. The stinkiest. Woo! What's doomsday, right? So, like, let's say something like this happens again and it doesn't come back for three or four days. What What's kind of the worst-case scenario? What are the consequences of something so kind of ingrained in what we do shutting down overnight? 
Well, one thing obviously is like you mentioned, like businesses that rely on those things are going to start losing money. Mm-hmm. But you know, then the the like alternative is maybe people kind of go back to like being more in the real world. Maybe it's not so bad after all. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't feel like it would be that bad, but I think that like the worst case scenario just for the internet in general, like not for just one company is, you know, like a massive, massive solar flare basically. And just wiping out all the electronics like overnight. And we would have to, like, we'd be able to rebuild new electronics that still work, but you know, all the old ones would basically be busted. So that, that would be crazy because then literally like, all the people with all the money and the stock market and cryptocurrency and all the wealthy people would basically lose their money overnight. Well, let me ask you this. I'm not playing anything. <laughs> just to be clear. Is there a way to fucking just turn the internet off? Well, not really. Because, I mean, it was designed to be decentralized. But that would be that's the way to do it. You know, just oh, that's what, basically that's launch a nuke into the sun. Wait, so the option is to launch a nuke in the sun? I mean, something to that effect. Like, make, you, you know, if you could force, like, a coronal mass ejection to happen that's, like, big enough that it just takes out all the electronics, then you could at least temporarily kill the internet, you know, but people would rebuild it after that. Sure. JT, did you ever see uh, Goldeneye, the James Bond 1995 film? Mm-mm. So- I played the N64 game. Okay, so you you might remember in the game, there was like that helicopter on the boat you had to like throw the little device on. Yes. So the bad guy is 006, um, Sean Bean, as he's known in the world. Mr. Beans, as we call him, but yes. Yeah. So the whole whole reason why they wanted that attack chopper was because it had like an EMP blast on it. Uh Essentially, that just fucks up any electronics. And what they did was they flew it over that Siberian satellite array hit the fucker and it just it just all went out because um, of the electronics. I think if we got a big enough helicopter like that, yeah, we're going to need a bigger. Well, you need a big enough EMP. That's the issue. Those things are But the helicopter has the EMP. Stuff like that. You guys like Doomsday Preppers? <laughs> I'm not favorite really TV show I've ever seen. I've watched I do a couple like being episodes. Prepared, they all they're of. all worried about a solar blast or an EMP attack or something mm-hmm. like that. And they all, you know, pretty much just stock up guns, which is the funniest thing in the world to me. I mean, I would, I would like to stock up some more guns, but not for like doomsday projects. So, like every, what about Magneto collapsed? What's Magneto? Oh, that's a good point. I'll I'll quote you another movie, X Men Three. Oh yeah, no, I don't like. Yeah, they they had to they had to make plastic plastic rifles for the military so they could fight Magneto. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's actually really. Yeah, good. I need like a really good 3D printer. So, oh, dude, I, I like this guy that 3D prints gun on YouTube. I watch it's super. <laughs> I look insane watching him too because he wears a mask when he shoots it. I watched it while getting my back tattooed. Wait. The girl tattoo on my back's like, uh, yeah. what are you watching? I'm like, this guy 3D printed a Mac 10. It's incredible. Wait, so, sorry, sorry to go further away from the main storyline here, but mm-hmm. did you see there was that? Um, I believe it was a 3D printing company, but they made like the Block 10. And it was like the the top slide for a Glock, but it was like Lego printed and like all colorful and shit. Awesome. Whoa. I probably have seen. It. I love. I'm I'm not too weird into, it, but 3D printed guns are fascinating to me. Yeah, it is fascinating. No, but like you look at society's collapse. Like I think fucking uh, like what like Bosnia is a good example. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's not guns you need. Guns are going to be everywhere if society collapses. Like, if there is, like, an insurrection or if there is, you know, state failure in any way, guns are not going to be it, you, Hard to come lighters, yeah. water, lighter yeah. fluid, groceries, you know what I mean? Flashlights, batteries, things like that. But, like, guns is like, dude, guns are, come on. You know, if you have society collapse, everyone has guns. My favorite is people that are like, oh, I have like 800 guns. It's like, yeah, the neighbors are going to kill you and share your guns. I guarantee that's what's going to happen. <laughs> How many guns yeah. do they need to take your You just made yourself the one, biggest one. target on the block. That is, those people, well, like gun guys that yeah. get more than a few guns, it's like, yeah, let's say your shit does hit the fan like how you're planning. Everyone's just going to be like, yeah, he has an arsenal. Let's either take his arsenal or kill him because it takes one gun to kill you, you know? Well, right. going going on the apocalyptic thread still um in the fallout game the the reason why it's like bottle caps became currency is because that's what the people who controlled the water supply used for currency Mm. and so it is like yeah like if you want to be like jeff bezos you know after shit hits the fan then it's like have like have the only working like water tower or purifying system good yeah i think we learned that in like Mad Max and Book of Eli and all of that. Yeah. I think that's yeah. pretty clear, yeah. Yeah, Matt, Matt, because the first one with Mad Max, I think it was water, and then the second one, it was gasoline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Australians are wild. Yeah, those people are practically dogs that learned how to walk upright. And then uh, it was Tina, <laughs> Tina Turner was in the third one, right? Tina Turner was in a Mad Max? It was... What? My brother that's in I, prison now, when Mad Max with the girl came out, him and I saw that in theater like four times. He was obsessed with it. It was the weirdest Mad thing. Max 3, right? I don't know. I've seen it like three times, but they have like silver on their face, and they're like, I'm eternal or something. Oh, okay. But yeah. like... Witness me. What was that? Witness me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, I went and seen that with my buddy. Um, he, It was the weirdest thing where he was like, you know, I loved the Mad Max movies when I was growing up. And I was like, right on, man. And he was like, this is my favorite movie. Yeah. He was being so into it. I've never seen someone love like a Mad Max the way that my bro did. We saw it like three times in theaters. Like three times. You know uh, who else is in that movie that you wouldn't expect uh, is Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is in Mad yeah, Max. Yeah, he's like, witness me. He's oh, he was the joking. witness me guy? No, he was. Were you fucking with me? I'm fucking with you. Okay, <laughs> I'll believe it. Well, no, I, I just double-checked uh, Mad Max 3 Beyond Thunderdome. Uh-huh. Yeah, Tina Turner was, like, the... She was, like, the leader of the town he runs into, and, like, she's just like, yeah, if you want to get shit done, you got to take it to the Thunderdome, bitch. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You go you go to, like, the jungle gym, you know, down the street at the middle school. They got a Thunderdome type of system there. I told you. I don't even think I there, saw this. <laughs> you know what? Me and your PO have talked to you four or five times about not going down to that playground. You were going to get in big freaking trouble. Arranging child fights. Yeah. <laughs> Robert's not welcome at the, what he calls the Thunderdome. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Man. So I guess we don't know what happened with Facebook all the way. We know that it was kind of offline. Well, no, it, it was like, it's pretty clear, like, they made a configuration change to their routers that told other groups of routers that they don't exist anymore. So they, they pushed a new line of code that fucked up. Yeah. How can yeah. you push a new line of code that fucks up that big? It takes your, you know... That, that happens people. all the time, honestly. Yeah. Like, that's not that uncommon. I know uh, someone at my last job who accidentally ran the command rm-rf on the whole file system 
which is rm is remove and dash rf is recursive and force. So recursive, like, go through all the subdirectories of the, of the root directory and delete everything and force it to happen with no confirmation step. And he ran that, like, in production on accident and just deleted the entire file system. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not... I, I don't code, but from what I've seen with, like, friends who went to school for it, it's like one letter or one number could do the exact opposite of what you really wanted it to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, would never learn how to code. I remember... So <laughs> I've known Hella. I didn't notice I didn't call her by her real name there. Um, That's still more editing. Yeah, well... <laughs> I no, so I didn't call her, but yeah, I so when I met Hella, she didn't code yet, and I remember when she first started learning to code, and she was like, yeah, a big part of it is just going through what other people have written and finding their little needle in the haystack that is the mistake, and I was like, that sounds mm-hmm. horrible. Oh, yeah. It I mean, that, horrible, that's why, like, en- that's why, like, entry-level coders, like, they get paid, like, sixty to $70,000. Pretty good. Because it's like, you're, you know those gamer glasses? It's like tinted yellow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. like I call them shooting range glasses. I'm a different type of boy, but go on. But yeah, it's like my friend Connor, because like he was getting a terrible eye strain when he was a code monkey. I was like, why don't you get some of the shooter range glasses? And he's just like, I, he's like, I can't go that deep into this. Yeah. He's like, I, he's like, I gotta blockers. get out. <laughs> yeah. My chick worked blue blocker at her job. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. If you really want to get good at programming just buy a pair of thigh highs just what buy a pair of, of thigh highs hmm. it gives you like automatic 10x programmer powers okay that's like a it's, it's a known about like thing in the trans community just because like so many trans girls code and shit oh for because the matrix <laughs> yeah pretty much actually <laughs> the matrix definitely turned me trans i don't know about anybody else <laughs> well you heard it on the fart locker the matrix is making our women trans <laughs> did you hear that america <laughs> is america listening to this i mean it was written by two trans women so that are super into coding exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like when i saw trinity oh my god i just like instantly i was like that's the coolest bitch i've ever seen i want to be exactly like that <laughs> Man, I've never seen Trinity. Wait, what? You said when I've seen Trinity? Is yeah, that movie? the character in The Matrix. Oh, yeah. yo, I only remember like that part where the guy's eating steak and he goes, it's still fucking good. That's like the only part oh of my that God. whole movie I remember. <laughs> I watched it when I was like, like 12, did not get it, but I, you know. I, did it she's like the hot goth girl in the black trench coat with all the guns and she hacks into shit. Yeah, I probably liked that a lot, but, you know, didn't yeah. stick with me. I mean... I think I was, I was probably like, no, I was probably younger when I saw it. I was probably like nine or 10 when I saw the first one. Mm -hmm. And it it was just like my older brother's like, Hey, don't be a bitch. Watch this shit. And I was just like, I can't follow this at all, dude. Like I'm only reading at a seventh grade level. Yeah, no, it's because you're not trans. That's all. Yeah. (laughs) It's not for you, Robert. (laughs) It's like, I'm sorry, man. I can't follow this shit. One time this girl named no name Josie. She was like, I don't like going to drag shows. She's like, it's usually just like men pretending to be women, and it feels like they're making fun of women. And then her gay friend who was right there said, yeah, it's not for you. It's for gay men. And she goes, oh. It was the funniest, <laughs> like, the yeah. most, like she, it was the most like, oh, yeah, I guess that does make sense. So I feel like it's disrespectful for women. Well, yeah, it's not for you. It's for yeah. gay men. Huh. I'm okay. saying that sometimes to, like, 
like white people who will be like, oh, I can't stand this rap. They're talking about all this violent drug shit, blah, blah, blah. And like, who knew LA was so violent? Yeah, it's not for you. <laughs> That's funny. Do you want to I'm plug anything? Sorry. Is there anything that you want to share before we get out of here? Is there anything that you're like, we, we, this is what we need the people to know? This is what I need the people to know? Um, I'm working on a new internet. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like a decentralized internet. And it's going to have like some built-in like, some built-in stuff to make it really easy for anybody to like make their own website and not know like anything about programming, you know, like you'll have like your own like distributed database where you can store private information that no one else can see, but it's still distributed. And like, you know, any website can request that information, but you have like full control over it. So it's not like your, your data living in other companies, databases and shit, you know, it all lives in your private database you choose when to share it type thing hmm. and you know like a whole decentralized domain name registration system where you don't have to pay to register a domain name and like a whole decentralized hosting platform where you can actually run custom code on other people's machines in a distributed fashion and you can actually earn money by hosting a website like you like would basically be earning cryptocurrency just by pushing code up to this network and having it run for people how do people get more information on this project? Is it just something we have to wait um, for you to release? It? I have I have no idea whether it's going to take me like a year or ten years or whatever. But I'm like I just you know it's a really interesting idea to me, and I like have been working on it for a while. So I think it's going to happen at some point. I'll be honest. I don't, if I don't even know what it's going to be called like, yet. Right, to be honest, I think you're you're probably one of the most capable people I've ever met when it comes to internet shit. Yeah, I mean... Computer like, shit, you are one capable motherfucker. Yeah, I, I tend to fuck a lot of mothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that to be true. Daughters, I'd, <laughs> daughters lock up your mothers. Daughters, lock up your mothers. Hella's out on the town, and she horny. <laughs> She's making a brand new internet. <laughs> and your yeah, so that's, that's like all that. I wanted to let the people know. I'm making a new internet, and I'm down to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Name's Hella. Making a new internet. I'm here to fuck. <laughs> awesome. Hey, That's thanks again for coming on to tell us about that shit. I know I sound so dumb talking care. about internet and social media stuff, and it's because I just don't understand it. So, like, even, like, the most basic kind of overview like that, I'm like, ah, okay. Well, see, that's the thing is, like, when I explain it, like, it turns out to be relatively simple and you can understand it. So it's, it's not that you're dumb or anything. It's just, like, you know, like, you don't know that stuff because you haven't taken the time to, like, invest in that. When I worked at GoDaddy, I learned a little bit about, like, DNS and, like, how it's, like, a pathway to translate to an IP and then translates with servers and it's all about conversations and handshakes. And, like, the second I stopped working that job, all of that information just fell out of my ear. Yeah, that actually happens to me often, too. Like, if I haven't touched a certain area of code in a while, it's going to take me a while to like warm up again and get familiar with it before I can start contributing. You just talked about programming like it was heavy petting. <laughs> if I haven't touched a certain area for code, I have to really warm up that area and make sure that it's ready for me. I, won't... I have a three-step process to get there. I chit-chat it, I slip-slap it, and then I get it sloppy. Oh my Ooh, do you know what I've been saying? 
this probably isn't going to end up on the podcast, but I think you'll think it's funny. I like to say, oh, I'm wet down there. I got the sloppiest Joe in Texas. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Been saying that so much. And everyone responds the same way by just like this like disgust laugh. Like, oh, God, what? Like, ugh, why do you have the sloppiest Joe in Texas? I go, it's lunchtime. <laughs> Lunch lady JT I'm saying sit well. down at your chairs with your trays. Because <laughs> it's sloppy Joe time. That's so fucking good. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you for sharing that. That's incredible. I hope that winds up on the podcast. Yeah, that's going that's in there, dude. <laughs> the sloppy Joe thing? That's our cold open. It's <laughs> the sloppy <laughs> Joe line. Now that is one sloppy Joe. Now that is one sloppy ass Joe. <laughs> I just love the idea of like calling my pussy Joe. <laughs> That's my dad's name. Who's that? Oh, that's Joe. And we met Joe. Why don't you go ahead and give Joe a little kiss?